and welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast for America's number one sports betting app and soon to be number one Arizona Cardinal affiliated podcast. I am joined, <laughs> Johnny Venerable, today by Mr. I like to call Mr. NFC West because I bring him on when we do this because of his love affair for the Seattle Seahawks, my partner in crime on PHNX Bets Daily, Shane Diefenbach, joins the show. Shane, how are we doing? A love affair. I'm a, I'm a, it has been much like a love affair, a, a pretty brutal one over the past couple couple seasons, I would say. Um, trending down, clearly no more Russell Wilson. But um, not just a Seahawks fan, also informed on the NFC West and the NFL in general. So let's not get that twisted. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. Good deal. He's our gambling savant, my partner in crime, as I mentioned, Mr. West Coast elitist, Mr. Shane Diefenbach. <laughs> uh, he grew up a Seahawk fan, but he dabbles. He dabbles in the Rams, Cardinals, and subsequently the 49ers. We're going to touch on all of them today in our usual around the NFC West with Shane. And, and Shane, let's start with your Seattle Seahawks in what has been a tumultuous offseason. You don't trade your future Hall of Fame quarterback in favor of your seven-year-old coach and not get some blowback. But here we sit in late June, early July, and there are rumblings that Baker Mayfield not only is going to be available, we know he's not going to be on the Cleveland Browns, but that the Seattle Seahawks are cranking up their interest in acquiring the former number one pick. Uh, How would you feel about that? Do you think it's a a good move or is it simply a bridge to the inevitable, which is going to be a top 10 pick next year? Well, th- it's the thing I always battle. It's it's where are you in the in-between conversation? Would you rather be a very bad team, a middle-of-the-road team, or a good team, a contender? I'm I, I would never want to be a middle-of-the-road team. I want to be one of the other uh, one of the other options because uh, even though the Seahawks do not hit on their first-round draft picks, you know you're bad. You're laughably bad. Your expectations aren't high. You get Baker Mayfield. I'm not saying your expectations are high by any means. Um, because the man is scared to throw the ball over the middle of the field, but you know you're not you're not sending Drew Locke or Geno Smith out there. You're not expecting to lose by double digits multiple games in a season, probably ten plus games in a season. Uh, with with Baker Mayfield, you, you you're cemented to go anywhere from six and eleven to to eight and nine like and that's what all you're gonna get you're not gonna have a bad season where you have the potential good draft pick or blow it all up you're kind of gonna be teetering and Pete Carroll is the king of that he's the king of yeah we're, we just need to get over this hump let's send a bunch of future assets to get you know an old an old pass rusher um let's shore up the offensive line to protect Baker Mayfield like I I, I would hate it I've, I've always hated it and wow yeah I, I, it's just it's not for me it's not for me well, I, I don't think you'd have to give up much. I think that would be no. the silver lining for many Seahawks fans. It's like, what's you know, what's the worst that can happen? You already have Geno Smith. You know, Drew Locke can't even beat out Geno Smith by all accounts. You know, Geno Smith is the, the default starter right now until about a quarter of the season. Then they'll go back and forth and yeah. delaying the inevitable. Um, but see, like you you mentioned it, like Pete Carroll, the king of seven and nine before Russell Wilson got there. That's what you'd essentially be going back to, like. And I, I think Pete Carroll, he wouldn't be good with that, but he doesn't want to bottom out. He and Baker Mayfield are kind of like kindred spirits in a way. It's like they both need the run game. They're both brass. They both feel like, especially, you know, Baker Mayfield now, feels like he's been disrespected. I'm sure Pete feels all of the outside heat of, 
you know, what Russell Wilson is inevitably going to do in, in Denver and have success there. So I think it makes sense on paper. And if I could get him, I mean, they have ample cap space. You, you offloaded Russell's contract. Your commitment to Baker would be a singular year. I think if you could get him for a fourth or a fifth, I think that would be worth it. See if he takes over your culture and ingratiates himself in your locker room with your guys. Because listen, if he's if he's garbage, if he's a cancer, so to speak, you get him out of there. You're rebuilding anyway. I I don't I don't see a downside for Seattle as long as it doesn't involve a top three pick. Yeah, well, let let me ask you this, just to play devil's advocate. I know we're talking about the NFC West, but for Baker Mayfield now with the Deshaun Watson stuff kind of even going further than it has. Talks of longer suspensions, you know, who's going to be the quarterback for the Browns. I know that relationship is very bad, and I know that he has the agreement not to go to camp. But if you're Baker and you're not going to a team like the Seahawks or you're not going anywhere, is it in your best interest to play for the Browns? I think so, but isn't it crazy we've reached the point, like everything on Twitter, Joe Cena Anderson, all the the, Big J journalists are saying that, it, the relationship's over. Both parties have moved on. And you then, like Deshaun Watson could could conceivably miss the whole season. So wouldn't it be in your best interest to keep Baker Mayfield? They are so staunchly opposed to that. There is talk now. This is this is what's lining up. The fact that Baker Mayfield gets traded, right? Deshaun Watson gets suspended. The Browns acquire Jimmy Garoppolo. There is talk that they are going to have a third quarterback acquired in essentially as many years. You you go from Baker to Deshaun in waiting to Jimmy for this. That That's absolutely insane yeah. for a singular year to do that. Instead of just saying, Baker, you'll play out your contract. Deshaun's our guy, but you're a placeholder. You know, reshape your image. Maybe we can package it to a team next year. Nope. They would rather acquire Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, I think it's in best interest for both parties, especially if it's like a 10-game suspension. Because like last year, I don't think Baker is a great quarterback by any means, but I don't think he's bad. I think he's solid. Yeah, if it, it last year, he you, that's what everyone thinks of when they think of Baker Mayfield is what he did last year. His stock has plummeted because of, in part, the injury. I mean, people forget how hobbled he was last year. Mm-hmm. It, it would that's the last memory people have of him. So if he's on the market to get a new contract in, in, in upcoming season, like you're going to want to play and prove something. And yeah, if you can't get it done in Seattle, do you just go in power? I don't think you should. I, I, I wouldn't completely rule it out. I mean, I, 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 all that we've heard is how bad that relationship is, but I could also see it happening. If he doesn't, I could also see him being under center for the Cleveland Browns. He has to be such a cancer to, for teams like new Orleans, who, I mean, Jameis Williams is, on, hobbled on one leg, coming back from rehab. I thought Baker would have made a lot of football sense there. You play in a dome. It's close to where he played college football. Like, super accurate. You don't have to have a big arm. Even, you know, in Seattle, like, I know they get inclement weather, but, I mean, you played, you know, three-fourths of your games in, in solid weather before later in the year, and it starts to get wet. I, I do think, you know, having him in the AFC North was a disaster from just his limitations physically. Get him out west, get him to the south, get him to a quarterback-friendly coach. I do think Pete Carroll, with his emphasis on running the football plays to Baker Mayfield's strengths, what he did in Cleveland, which is kind of – I don't want to call him a game manager, but like an Alex Smith game manager plus, that if he can really limit his turnovers – I mean, they blew out Cincinnati at the end of the year. So I – I'm I'm with you. I, I'm not sure it makes them better for this year, but it certainly makes them more interesting. Uh, the Cardinals, by the way, Kyler Murray two and zero against Baker Mayfield uh, in his career, so I'm sure he wouldn't be shedding a tear to see Baker. What's Kyler Murray's record against Drew Locke? 
Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know <laughs> if they've ever played. Uh, that's uh, that's a good question. Uh, we only play real teams here and real quarterbacks. In the I'm United excited West. for the Drew Lock experiment. Give me it all. Oh my God, I I pray for you, my friend, at that 1 p.m. Uh, window when we're watching the Cardinals play, and then no nobody's carrying the Seahawks games in Drew Lock, and we just have to watch pick sixes on red zone. Oh no, that's- he's gonna get it all done with his legs. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you, did the MVR peeps teach you anything? It's that Drew no, Locke, they, they, they told me to stop my love affair for Drew Lock many, many months ago before he was even a Seattle Seahawk. <laughs> they, yeah, that I mean, could he be out of football in about two, three years? Well, we'll he's a great dancer, though. Yeah, he's a great dancer. He's a great rapper. Um, be interesting, Seattle. Seattle to me, full blown rebuild. We'll just see how long they stick with Pete Carroll. It's not the case for the other three teams in this division. We know about the Cardinals. Uh, even though their moves or lack thereof this offseason would lead you to believe that they're in a rebuild. But then you have somebody like the San Francisco 49ers, which we're going to touch on here in a second. But I want to remind everybody that this Saturday is UFC 276. and You can bet on the Octagon with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any UFC 276 fighter to win. Get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's promo code PHNX this Saturday at DraftKings, the official sports betting partner of UFC. I want to remind everybody, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Shano, I can't wait until we do the PHNX tailgate show and you take all of the Drew Lock props in preparation on DraftKings. It's going to be... You know for sure week one, if he's starting under center, I'm taking over 11 and a half rushing yards hammering oh, that that'll definitely hit for sure that'll hit that'll hit like third third quarter second or fourth <laughs> quarter he's running for his life with that offensive line um and i want to remind everybody four peaks is the official beer official brewery of phnx we had a great time earlier this week at four peaks on eighth street pub hanging out doing all of our live shows we're going to keep that going once a month phnx four peaks a partnership made in brewery heaven I want to remind everybody you got to be 21 and older to divulge. Uh, enjoy responsibly. Come out, bring the family out, get some good food in the process. PHNX and Four Peaks rolling into football season. Speaking of football season, again, San Francisco 49ers, the darling of the NFL media. We know this. We talk about it early and often on this podcast. If you needed any more convincing, Pro Football Focus had their secondary rankings uh, and they were substantially ahead of the Arizona Cardinals, 27th for Arizona, 16th for San Francisco. And the Drew Locke hype train rolls along. I do not remember, Shane, a prospect, a player that looked more average his first year, that had more hype going into year two. Even Patrick Mahomes, it was earned because it was like quiet, 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 training camp, he's unbelievable, right? With Drew Locke, or excuse me, Drew Locke on the mind, Trey Lance, Lance. it, 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 it makes me feel like everybody externally has to talk him up you've got Kittle and Ayuk and Debo everybody wants to get theirs so they're like hey this guy's great he's got all the tools and then you hear kind of whispers of like they would kick around the idea of keeping Jimmy Garoppolo if he was healthy they have reservations about Trey Lance's ability to complete 60 percent of his throws his throwing motion is elongated do you feel like Kyle Shanahan can make it work with any quarterback or is this a scenario in which like if he looks let's say he looks bad for the first half of the season 
at what point are you you putting up red flags with Trey Lance? Trey Lance just needs consistency. They need to just ship Jimmy G out or give up on it. I mean, you have to move forward with him regardless of what happens in the first couple weeks. Trevor Lawrence had one of the worst years ever after such a hyped number one overall pick, and I think he's still going to be fine. Trey Lance played limited time, um, but yes, he did look average when he was playing. Uh, There hasn't been anything to suggest that he's going to be great, and there hasn't been anything to suggest that his NFL MVP line should have moved that much on DraftKings before the season started, but it did. Um, it, it's a boomer bust with him. I think this team's going to be carried by their defense. Yeah. It, it's weird. The, so many people are so hot and cold on this defense. You have them ranked as high as five by some people, and you have them ranked as low as 15. Um, and that's because of the secondary. That's because Jason Verrett's health is in question. Um they got Kerry Hyder back from the Seahawks, mm-hmm. who was really good for them a couple years ago and not great in Seattle. Obviously, I think that the Niners are going to make the most of him once again. So I think their line is going to be great again. Uh, obviously, Fred Warner and that linebacking core is going to be really good. Uh, it's going to be a team that's relying on its defense. And, you know, we saw what they could do in terms of their playoff run last year. I, I still think they're going to be a top team in the NFC. Um, mm. It just depends on how if they need to mitigate how bad Trey Lance is, how will they do that? Because we've seen Shanahan do it with Nick Mullins before. Yeah, see, that's the that's the one concern I have as a Cardinal fan is like, even if Trey Lance is average, I think if everybody else stays healthy, this is a playoff team. Unfortunately, they just have too many good players. They've done what the Cardinals have not done, and that's they've drafted and developed, especially outside of the first round. You get a George Kittle in the fifth round. You couple of, you get Nick Bosa's second overall, and then you double down and you get Debo Samuel. Like that's the kind of draft that the Arizona Cardinals needed to have with Kyler Murray. And I, with all due respect to Byron Murphy, who I like, I mean, the Cardinals got Kyler in that 2019 draft first overall, and then just a bunch of guys right now, just a bunch of average starters. And the Niners didn't do that. Niners went out and loaded up, got a bunch of quality players, guys who make Pro Bowls, guys who, who are ass kickers, right? It's what took them almost to the Super Bowl last year. So they, I'm sure that's why people are high on them because they're just like, this is just a sports car that needs needs an adequate driver. And I, I just, to me, their one Achilles heel, even with Trey Lance being up and down, is the fact that they rely on a lot of guys who historically have not stayed healthy. Talk about Nick Bosa, who did complete last season. Uh, he's doing a mega contract here soon. Trent Williams is older. They don't have Alex Mack at center anymore. Um, they're, like you mentioned, they're up and down in the secondary. Jason Verrett's never been healthy in his career, right? So there, there are guys on their, their team that are fragile. But, I mean, you stack them up roster by roster in the NFL. It, it's impressive. They've done a nice job. And that's not even considering, like, if Javon Kinlaw offers anything to them, if Brandon Ayuk takes the next step, even though I, I do think it's going to be difficult for these these pass catchers to get theirs in year one with, with Trey Lance. His game does not suit – 4,000 yards passing, at least not in year one. I think 3,000 yards and and 500 yards rushing maybe. With those two young guys with Debo and Ayuk, if if they get the Trey Lance experiment figured out, I mean, that's scary. You get you get a broken play leaking out of the pocket, and those guys can beat anybody downfield. Maybe a, a dink and dunk, it doesn't really matter. And as we said, Kyle Shanahan can manage anything. So it's going to be interesting. This team is a total, a total boomer bust team. Um, but I'm still excited for it. It's going to be fun yeah, to you, watch, I think. You mentioned a drop-off. I saw something on Twitter flowing around. It was like Garoppolo behind the pass at the line of scrimmage to Debo that he took like 50 yards. And like I'd be naive as a Cardinal fan to say like Trey Lance can't do that and they are going to produce yards um, you know, with, with the gluttony of weapons that they have. 
Um, but Kyle Shanahan's been bad every other year. Uh, so, yeah. in no facto, this is a year for him to be bad. <laughs> That's fair. And you saw what the Seattle Seahawks defense was able to do against the Niners and Trey Lance uh, late in the year last yeah. year, beating them by like 20 plus. So you just really don't know. <laughs> I mean, the Cardinals went into San Francisco with Colt McCoy last year and beat the shit out of the Niners. Uh, they beat Trey Lance in in his first ever start where he looked like an athlete. It looked beat like the Seahawks. <laughs> or the, yeah, it looked like an athlete playing quarterback, your boy at ASU. That's who it reminded me of. Jaden Daniels. It looked like Jaden Daniels playing playing quarterback in that bowl game for ASU, just like running around. You can't really complete p- throws. You're just you know yak yards on you know talented wideouts, but you know there's no rhythm to Trey Lance's passing game. I don't know if that can be remedied in one off season. Yeah. I think it's a it's a huge huge question mark. I certainly don't think they're a contender. I think are they a playoff team with a good roster? Probably. But, like, is Trey Lance going to go into Green Bay? Is Trey Lance going to go into Tampa or even, like, into Philly or Washington or Dallas and, and win big games? No. I mean, you got to be able to throw the ball to win Super Bowls. Um, and with that being said, the team that won the Super Bowl last year certainly threw the ball. We're going to talk about the L.A. Rams here in a second. But I want to remind everybody, our fave, our fave, OGs just launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor, Pina Colada, a pineapple. Perfect pineapple creamy coconut blend that is just in time for those summer road trips and pool parties. And oh, by the way, Shannon and I know about their pool parties. We were at one last week in the Maya Day Club in Scottsdale. It was a hell of a good time. OGs, thank you for that. Uh, Hoping to have a couple more outings here before the summer ends. Check out OGs online at OGbrands.com and on Instagram at OGbrands. You can also find products at your local dispensary. However, you got to be 21 years or older to purchase. And if you want to come out, and hang out not only at the pool parties, not only at the fine gatherings we're going to have all throughout football season, the tailgates, fingers crossed, some bar parties, PHNX locally here in the Valley. Go get your COVID-19 vaccine. The COVID-19 vaccine are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are now eligible for a booster. You got to visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location nearest to you. That's azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location nearest to you. The biggest phallus, fallacy storyline of this offseason was Aaron Donald was going to retire. That was such mm-hmm. a load of crock of shit. Everybody's saying, oh, he could go on to broad. He's in his early 30s. It was a play for more money. The LA Rams somehow, infinite cap space, infinite funds, right? Their owner just won another championship with the Avalanche in Colorado. Like everybody knew Aaron Donald wasn't going to retire. I hate those offseason storylines because even when you start to get an inkling of it could be true and you get a little bit of an excitement, he signs an extension. So, I mean, they bring back damn near everybody outside OBJ, who, by the way, is a free agent. And with each passing day, it makes me seem like, oh, he's going to get his rehab right and he's going to go back to L.A. Have they kind of un- unpacked and created a monster a little bit with that market where players can go there, take less, make more off the field, the culture – the stadium's unbelievable. Like, is is this a, is this a dynasty run in the making for the LA Rams? Do you think? Uh, I mean, anytime you're in LA with fancy, new, shiny things, it's hard to say it's not. I mean, we've seen it countless times in the NBA. You saw it literally, like a couple days ago, with the rumors that Kyrie was going to take a mid-level exception to sign with the Lakers. Obviously, it's not happening. Russell yeah. Westbrook and all that stuff. It, it's just, yeah, it, I, I think it's very comparable to what the Lakers are doing. Um, Definitely, you can't do that in the NBA as much so, um, or in the NFL as much so, but we'll see what happens in the next couple of years. I think what they did this offseason was 
was pretty pretty damn solid. Obviously, taking Bobby Wagner from the Seahawks, another Seahawk departing into the NFC West somewhere else. Um, and and pl- you, you lose Andrew Whitworth, which is going to be scary. Uh, that's a, that's something that's very underrated that you know the casual fan isn't thinking of. But that's a hall of the first bout Hall of Famer left tackle um, to protect an already errant Matthew Stafford. Can we talk about that real fast? And yeah. somebody brought this up to me. It's a really good point. I can't take credit for it. Just how the Rams dealt with Whitworth, who was borderline going to retire like each of the last two years. And he's like, nope, I'm going to be in constant communication with you guys. I love you guys. I'm going to play. Right. But he was in communication with them. Rodney Hudson, no one knows where he is. He will he or won't he retire. I happen to hear and, and think he's going to retire. The team's pissed at him. It just kind of shows you the two cultures right yeah. now of like, Whitworth's like, hey, I know if I come back, we're contenders. Just got to get my body healthy. I'm going to play till I'm 100. Whereas Rodney Hudson's like, oh, thanks for trading a premium pick for me. And uh, you gave me $30 million. I think I'm good. I think I'm done. That just, I right now, like it or not, Cardinal fans, that's kind of the difference between the culture that you have as opposed to what's happening with the Rams. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, it, it's interesting. I mean, we know what we're going to get from this defense when you have guys like Jalen Ramsey and um, Aaron Donald. But it's a lot like um, – what defense am I thinking? It's it's kind of like the Buccaneers defense. It's a lot of stars, and then you hope to hide your Jamel Deans and your uh, your Weddles, obviously not there anymore, but behind everything else. So it, I, I think the defense is going to be really good. And then I like what they did with their offense. Uh, you, you bring in Allen Robinson – who, you know, wasn't – I know he hasn't been great, but he, he's a big body, and 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 when you put him opposite Cooper Cup, uh, I, th- I think that's going to work out. You know, Cooper Cup can beat basically about anybody, but he can find spots in zone. Allen Robinson presents a pretty hard man matchup. And then your third guy, Van Jefferson, who's really taken that Robert Woods role where he started to be a solid blocker, started to find those sneaky deep routes. Uh, it, yeah, you have three really good receivers there, um, and it's just a matter of what the run's game going to do. You know Matthew Stafford's good for one really one or two really bad throws in a game that make you hold your breath. CC mm-hmm. was that – who dropped that, Drake or Patrick? No. The Niners drop. What was his name? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that was. Uh, He's good for a couple of those a game. So you got to watch out for that. But I don't think the magic is going to last like it did last year. I don't think they they go to another Super Bowl. I think they're good for 11 to 12 wins, but I don't think they're going to they're going to make another Super Bowl this year. I think the AFC is deeper. We've talked about it. Better young quarterbacks, uh, Tampa and, and L.A. subsequently winning Super Bowls coming out of the NFC. I think that ends this year certainly don't think green bays is good i think everybody takes a step back and hopefully the cardinals can stay status quo and still find their way into the playoffs shano it has been a pleasure and a privilege having you on this most recent edition of around the nfc west phnx cardinal podcast i want to remind everybody check out gophnx.com become a member as we prepare for our second year here at gophnx with phnx cardinals be sure to like subscribe leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast any day now we're going to get that kyler murray extension and that'll give us something to celebrate but until then be sure to like subscribe and we will see you on the flip side see everybody take care